Welcome. You are listening to a sermon from Christ Chapel Barry. Listen and be blessed. Father, we thank you. We lift your name on high. Accept that thanks in Jesus' name. Thank you for such a time as this. Thank you for all you have done. Thank you for what you are doing. Thank you for all you continue to do. Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Father, accept our worship. Accept our praise. Father, lay a right foundation for us today. Take hold of our hands and lead us in this year. Father, death is not our portion. Life is our portion. We will rise. We will rejoice in you. We will bless your holy name. Your name alone shall be glorified. Amen. You will open our eyes. Amen. You will open our ears. Amen. We will not be found wanting in your, in your vineyard. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. You, we love you, Lord. For we have prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's have our seats while we come to his presence. It's a day of rejoicing. But I know God has a message for someone here today. And that message is in Psalm 27, verse 4. I just want to share the word briefly. And then, when it's time to give the offering, we will dance. We will do what? Tell somebody I will dance. I know next Sunday we say it's our annual Thanksgiving. But brethren, Thanksgiving started at 12.01 a.m. today. And Thanksgiving will not cease from your life in Jesus' name. Psalm 27, verse 1. Sorry, Psalm, verse 4. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. Do you want to know God more this year? Are you sure? Some people are not sure. You want to know him more this year? There are four things highlighted for us in that passage. I mean, this is a, something we can be looking at for the next two or three months. But I just want us to look at as, a lot, as much as the Lord takes us today. Four things. And the four things highlighted in this passage about knowing God and knowing him the more are, number one, a strong desire to seek the Lord. I know many of us will make New Year resolutions. Is that not so? And some people have made resolutions this morning. The first resolution you should make is what? A strong desire. Not just ordinary desire. A strong desire to seek the Lord. Number two, dwelling in his house all days. Number three, beholding the beauty of the Lord. The beauty of the Lord is the glory of God. And number four, inquiring in his temple. Doing what? Enquiring, asking him, not taking things for granted. Every step of the way, I always like to uh, make the example of David and the people of Kayla. They were Kayla was invaded by Philistines. The Philistines, I mean, the, the people of Kayla in Judah sent, I mean, emissaries, come and help us. We're in trouble. Nobody came to help them. Then David inquired of God. David did what? He said, should I go and help them? What did God tell him? He said, go. Go and help them. So David went. 
and he fought for them. They defeated the Philistines, and he was feeling comfortable with himself. He was feeling, I think the word is smug. Say, yeah, I mean, everything is beautiful now. Nobody will help them. I help them, so they should appreciate me. I want to advise someone here today. Don't look for appreciation from men this year. Don't look for what? Let God appreciate you. Because whatever men give to you is limited. Even if they give you a million dollars, and you think it's a lot of money, brethren, it's limited. But if God appreciates you, they say, don't teach a man, I know, how do they say, don't give a man fish. But do what? The appreciation of man is to give you fish. The appreciation of God is to do what? It's to teach you how to fish. Oh, David went to God and said, I heard that Saul is still looking for me. I heard that Saul is coming here. The moment Saul heard that David was in Keilah, what did he do? He said, thank God. He has gone into a city that has fences. Look at the way human beings think of. He went to deliver the city. And Saul was saying, thank God he is held up there. He cannot escape. But David was wise enough to do what? Enquire of God. Today is the 1st of January. That's the challenge I'm giving someone here today. Every step of the way, every day of this year, do what? Ask him. Brethren, ask him. The Holy Spirit is prepared and willing to talk to you. He's prepared to talk to you. He wants to answer your questions. Don't just uh, jump at the next man that comes and say, ah, I've been waiting. To, this man is an answer to prayer. Do what? Enquire. Because that man might be the diversion of the devil. You will not make mistake in Jesus' name. David said, I heard that Saul is coming. He didn't dwell on what he had. He went to God. He said, will Saul come? What did God say? He said he will come. Okay, fine. He said, will they deliver me into his hands? What did God say? He said, yes, they will deliver you into his hands. See, the people he delivered, the, without David coming to their aid, that city would no longer exist. But when it was time for them to pay him back, look at what they were ready to use to pay him back. They wanted to use David to get favor from Saul. Brethren, that is human beings for you. That is the way human beings are. And that's why don't take anything for granted. Don't say, I know him. It's only God that knows him. It's only God that knows her. That is the God you can go to and inquire. And he will answer you. Psalm 27 verse 4 started with a phrase. It says, one thing. It says what? That implies a singleness of mind and focus on the assignment at hand. It implies that you don't give room to distractions that could cloud your focus. Tell somebody this year, don't give room to distractions. And brethren, there are many of them. Is that not so? Many distractions. We know the obvious ones. What are the obvious ones? Cell phone. Facebook, my, my sister even said it more properly. Facebook. And which one again? What, which? Instagram. Instagram. What did you call it? Tweet. tweet. <laughs> uh, no, there's Twitter, then there's uh, TikTok. 
Aha. TikTok. <laughs> and you know that TikTok thing. I, I mean, every time the thing comes on my phone, say, you click on something, you say, go to the app. Go to the app. You see one story that looks inviting. Click on it and it says what? Download the app. <laughs> when you now download the app, you see a madman uh, uh, running. You see... <laughs> I, I don't have the app. <laughs> I refuse to download it. I'm not saying it's a sin to download it. Though. But I'm just telling you something. You, it, by the time you pick it up, you won't know how, I mean, how you spend two hours. Is that not so? Yeah. Uh, you will see something in Malaysia. Something in Indonesia. The next one is in uh, uh, Sapele. Ah, see, ah, this is interesting. How did you have not read Bible? Though. You have not prayed though, but you have spent three hours on TikTok. The devil has crowded our lives with beautiful distractions. You know when Jesus said, "Man shall not live by what." But by what? Every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Brethren, your survivor, your sustenance, your progress, this year and in the future is dependent on what? The word of God. The word of, that's why distractions so easily get you. You have no time for the Bible, but you have, no time, you have time for TikTok. You have time for Facebook. You have time for WhatsApp. WhatsApp now is what we all used to send messages out, right? I was complaining to my children. Was it last week? I sent a uh, Merry Christmas out. And before I knew it, I had about 300 responses. <laughs> I said, I'm in trouble. <laughs> you have so many things that, I mean, that would, that would seek your attention and easily divert you away. The psalmist the, the said, one thing. Just about the one thing. one thing. You need to be focused. You need to be focused. You need to be focused on where you are going. You see, that's where children are better than us. And we, and we, tell, we say that children are not wise, but we are wise. You know what the adults say? They say when a child falls, what does he do? What does he, do? he stands up and he keeps looking ahead. He doesn't even bother about why he fell. Amen? Amen? When the adult falls, he stands up, he looks at why he fell, he starts analyzing it, he starts creating theories about it, it must be his step-grandmother. <laughs> it must be his father-in-law and his mother-in-law. And he refuses to move forward. Tell everybody to move forward. <laughs> Dwelling on the past. Brethren, the achievements of the past are wonderful. But there are more glorious things ahead. Are you going to lose the future because of the past? When you stand before God, will you say, Ah, God, 2019 was wonderful. Ah, and then what was 2020? Ah, God, 2019 was wonderful. Did you see? And say, what was 2021? In fact, let's talk about 2019. But we are now in 2023. Ah, God. See that 2019? It was what? You know, we prayed a prayer, was it yesterday or this morning? That your past will not be greater than your future. Amen. It's a very important prayer. Stop dwelling on the past. Tell somebody, stop dwelling on the past. 
Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 to 14, he said, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but what? This one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and doing what? Reaching forth to those things which are before me. You have to do it with focus. You have to do this single-mindedly. He said, I press towards the mark of the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Your eyes must be single in focus towards God. Your eyes must be what? In what? Single in focus towards God. Matthew chapter 6 verse 22 says, The light of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye be single, your whole body shall be what? Full of light. But as if your body, if, you, if that, if, if, if your eye is single, then your body will be permeated with light. If your eye is full of diversions, then there is no room for the light that can build. This one thing I do is very important. I'm going to take the first thing out of the four things that we mentioned there and then we'll, ra we'll round up. And that first thing is what? Desire. 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 Somebody said the first gift that God gave man is what? It's desire. In other words, I can ask you, what do you desire? Because what you desire will form the foundation to what you do. Anything else. If your desire desires, uh, you know what, at the end of the year, I want to change the nomenclature of my bank account. You know, some of our bank accounts never see blue or black. They are always in what? No matter what you do, the account is in red. And so you make up your mind that my singular goal this year is that that account must always be in what? In blue. Then you work on Monday, you work on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and what? In fact, on Sunday you do two shifts. Yes. Because all you are concerned about is that my account must be in what? I think I was telling us something, was it last Sunday? I don't know. Or maybe it was in our prayer meeting. I was talking with <laughs> my former boss when I was in TD. And he told me one thing. He said, I want to die broke. Oh, yeah. He said, I want to die broke. And you wonder what was it? He said, ah, he said a friend of his puts it better. That the man said he wants to die with a bounce check. Oh, yes. So he wants to die broke. His friend wants to die with what? But what are the two of them saying? They are saying the same thing. That when they die, there's nothing left in their account. That's all they are saying. They want to make sure whatever comes in there is fully exhausted. That they say there's, there's always a, they say there's a caveat to what he's saying. The man is not married and he has no child. <laughs> but all he's saying is that, and of course, this man has worked in TD for more than 30 years. He has money. I met him in TD as a senior manager. So he has money. But all he's saying is that 
He wants to make sure that by the time he dies, his money doesn't go to government. That he will have spent everything. He wants to set up a charitable organization. So he, what he's saying makes sense. He wants to make sure that, I mean, all that money is well spent before he dies. Our elders say, the child you have not built, what will happen to the house you have built? If the child, it is that child you have not built, you know, it's an inter interplay of words. I'm sure if you translate it to English, you translate it better. But it all essentially says the child you have not trained is one that will sell the house you have built. Is that not so? And then you are excited. Look at my bungalow. Four bedroom. No, we are, most of us are Nigerians. We don't value four bedroom. We like ten bedroom. Have you done it? We like big things. Which one is duplex in there? <laughs> we want it to be very big. What conscious us in this country is the gas. Is <laughs> when MPs will bring their view. <laughs> you don't want it to be small. But the big house of today is the small house of tomorrow. Unfortunately, you miss eternity because of that big house. And when you are gone, the big house, you have nothing left of it. I, was, I saw something somewhere where they were saying there was a particular house. When the house was built, it was the best maybe in, in I mean, all over the place. There was no house. It was a, a tourist attraction. But years later, it's like, a, 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 I mean, a place for that. Nobody even values it. That's the question I'm asking is, what's your desire? What's your desire? The Bible tells us in 1 Peter chapter 2, Verse 2 to 3. He said, as newborn babes, desire what? The sincere milk of the world, that you may grow thereby. If so be you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. So, if you have tasted that God is gracious, you must desire the word of God. Remember I said earlier on that Jesus said, man shall not live by very low, but by what? You must desire the word of God, brethren. That's my challenge for you this year. Focus. Desire what? The word of God. The desire in the, in the, in the dictionary is defined as a strong feeling of wanting to have something. A what? Strong feeling. That's desire. Of wanting to have something. Or wishing something to happen. And that means this year, you must strongly want to know him. You must do what? So this year is not enough to just say, oh, you know, I want to know him. But there must be some extra strength applied to it. You know, you, you may need to get to a point where you say, God, do what? Help me. Help me. Before you know it, now January, January is one of the fastest months of the year, is that not so? Except when you are broke. <laughs> when you are broke, January is very slow. Before you know it, January is gone. And when you are saying, I want to know him, I want to know him, and January passes and you have not taken any step towards knowing him, you've laid a foundation for failure. You will not fail in Jesus' name. Yeah. It means that desire is not strong enough. 
It means you have not made up your mind that, I mean, there is a place called eternity. There is a realm called eternity. That life is short. True or false? But then life is short. Maybe you live to be 100 years old. Or maybe 120. If some people are given the option of living to be 120, they will say, God, I don't want. Is that not so? I, I was reading somewhere about one of the very rich men in God's own country. The guy is 90-something. And he made a statement. He said, I am not enjoying this life anymore. He's one of the richest men in that country. He is still very rich today. They say he lives in philanthropy. He builds houses for people. He gives cars. He's a Muslim. He sends them to Mecca and buy all that. But just this last month, he said what? He's not, he said he's not, he's not enjoying life anymore. The man is just 90-something years old. So there is a place called eternity. And what's your desire? Do you want to build for eternity? Or do you want to build that which is temporal, which will be easily destroyed? There are different types of desires. But I group them into two. We have worldly desire and we have godly desire. We have what? Worldly. See, if, I mean, if your desires are under the foundation of the living God, you will not go astray. And I pray for someone here today, you will not go astray. Amen. I say you will not go astray. Amen. I, I told us earlier on that this is a topic that's going to take months, but let me just <laughs> talking about worldly desire. Yeah, I think that would be a good point to, to talk. So, worldly desire. The first worldly desire I want to talk about is the desire of the eye that leads to sin. What did I say? If you want to feed your eyes with all that is available, I'm sure you know the end result. It's impossible to know God intimately. Job made a statement. He said what? I have made a covenant with what? With my eyes. So, in essence, the fact that something is on your phone does not mean you should read it. Is that not so? Just as the fact that a call is coming does not mean you should do what? Am I right in saying there are calls you should not pick? Yes. There are calls you should not pick. There are calls that come in at the wrong time. And I always give a very simple example here. There are days, you know, I'm, I like staying alone. Just doing my own spiritual assignment by myself. And there are days I will be by myself. I mean, I could be studying. I could be in so many things. The phone will not ring. The moment I begin to pray, the phone will ring. Should that call be picked? Help me now. The call that refused to come when I was willing to pick it. That will now come and I start praying. So who is more important? The caller or the person with whom I'm having a discussion of fellowship. That's the choice you make. 
Even if it is the geo. Don't do what? Is somebody with me? Jeremiah took some, in Jeremiah 35, he took some men to the temple. He presented wine before them in the temple. Jeremiah the prophet. Tell ya, drink. I don't know, maybe even told them, don't say the Lord. Drink. And the men said, no, we are not going to drink. Yeah. Do you know who is talking to you? I am what? Uh, you are in the story. Because if you are just saying, I am Jeremiah, they say, so, say, I am prophet Jeremiah. The greatest prophet in the land today. I'm telling you, do what? But they said, no, we are not going to drink. He said, why? Say, our father. He didn't, they didn't say God, though. Say, our father, before he died, he gave us some instructions. Number one, we should live in tent. Number two, we must not drink strong wine. Number three, we should not live in the city. Says because there is war that has made us to come into Jerusalem. You now want us to go enter the temple and drink wine. They say we will not do what? Then God spoke. God will speak to you. Amen. God will speak concerning your situation. Amen. And when he speaks, it will not be to condemn you. Amen. Then God spoke. God told Jeremiah, say, can you see? Say, look at the sons of Rechab. What their father told them to do, they honored him up till today. Say, but look at my own children. They don't honor me. They don't obey me. And then the Lord told us, ah, for as long as time exists, the descendants of Rechab will not be lacking. Because they obeyed the voice of their father. Now, let me ask you a question. Who is your father? Some people are not even sure. Who is your father? If you obey his voice, you know what God is telling me about this year? It's a wonderful year. It's a wonderful year. I told us something during the video that the Lord said, this is the beginning of what? Miracles. And by God's grace, in our prayer meeting on Tuesday, we are going to start looking at that, that passage. Because I know miracles are here. I know somebody's life will manifest miracles. I know somebody's going to have testimonies. But please, obey God. Do what? Obey God. God. Very important. Make a covenant with your eyes like Job did. Job 31 verse 1. To know God better this year, you must walk by faith and not by sight. Does that make sense? Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. Behold, his soul is lifted up. Which is lifted up is not offered in him. But the just shall live by faith. But in 2 Corinthians 5 7. Very simple. It says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. So your first desire this year, as I round up, is... Your desire must be Jesus. Your desire must be who? What Jesus does not give you, you cannot receive. True or false? And what he gives you, no man can take away from you. Do you realize that? So your first desire this year must be in John chapter 12, verse 20 to 21, the Bible says there were certain Greeks John 12, 20 to 21. 
among them that came up to worship at the feast. They came to Philip, which was of Bethsaida of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we will see Jesus. Do you want to see Jesus? Today is the first day of the new year. If that's your desire for this year, I can give you an assurance you will see him. Amen. I said you will see him. Amen. And you will not miss him. Amen. Because you know what? Some people want to see him. But when he shows up, they will do what? They will miss him. Remember, we, 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 we talked very briefly on the disciples on the road to Emmaus. When we were doing the prophetic utterance for the year. In Luke 24. When Jesus joined them and began to talk to them, did they recognize him? They did not. And he was expounding the word to them. By the time they would know who he was, he disappeared. I pray for you. This year, Jesus will visit you. Amen. This year, Jesus will have an encounter with Amen. you. This year, Jesus will give you instructions. Amen. This year, when he comes, you will recognize him. Amen. There is no missing him. Amen. By the time the year is over, you will have a testimony. Amen. Uh, there's only one thing I know. My own testimony will be the biggest. <laughs> it is well with you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's bow down our heads. Let's bow down our heads. You are here. You are watching online. It's the first day of the, of, of, of the month. The first day of the new year. You've not given your life to Christ. That's the starting point. You cannot have this desire we are talking about if you don't know Jesus. Are you here? You don't know Jesus? You want to raise up your hand where you are? We are going to pray for you. Or you are watching online. You don't know Jesus. This is the time to say, Lord Jesus, I want to know you. I want to be your friend. I want the Holy Spirit to guide and direct me. I want this year to be different. To be not just different. To be better than every previous year. I don't want a better yesterday. I want a better tomorrow. You can only have a better tomorrow if Jesus is the cornerstone of your future. Are you here? You don't know Jesus? Are you watching online? You don't know Jesus? I want to know him. You just say, Lord Jesus, I come before you. I give my life to you. I want to know you more. I cannot end the way I am now. The Bible says better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. Oh, I want to end better. I want to end gloriously. Oh, I want, I desire to know you more. Talk to him. Tell him to write your name in the book of life. Why don't you tell him you want to hear his word every day? Oh, Maliki Mahushkatalian Dragabo. Zuta Lima Ushkalinda Isagabo. Oh, Father, we bless your holy name. Edibanda Hidima Ushkatali Andaria. Rekepo Satalinda Isagabo. We are expecting Jesus. We are expecting Jesus. We are expecting Jesus. We don't know when he shall come. He may come in the morning. He may come in the noontime. We are expecting Jesus. We don't know when he shall come. We don't know when he will come, but he will come. Supposing he comes before we even leave this sanctuary, 
Will you still be here and say, Pastor has gone? Or are we going to meet in the air and say, oh yes, thank God you made it. Talk to him this morning. It's the first day of the new year. He wants to talk to you. He wants to have a covenant with you. He wants to have an agreement with you. He wants to ensure that you don't miss it. He wants to ensure that you make it. Be glorified and be magnified, Heavenly Father. Give everyone of your children here a new song, a new encounter. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for listening to our sermon here on Christ Chapel TV. Tune in next time for the next sermon. God bless you.